forever. Dog. Sassy. Sit back, relax, and let the journey begin. To see the cards from today's episode, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sassy Tarot Pod. That's S-A-S-S-Y Tarot, like a regular tarot, T-A-R-O-T-P-O-D. Sassy Tarot Pod. Welcome to Sassy Tarot. I'm your host, Veronica Osorio, and the music you hear currently is Peter Mark Hendel, as always. Um, so today we're having a kind of an extra special episode where I'm finally going to start talking about the Major Arcana. Um, I will say something. <laughs> today we're recording, I don't know when this is going to come out, but we're recording um, towards the end of June. And I feel like there's something in the air. <laughs> Right now, where everyone's just like very high strong. Well, I am. Let's just say that. That's my, I'm maybe sensing it all from my lens. Um, and I feel like it's because it's, there's a lot going on and it's kind of hot. And I personally am transitioning to a new part of my life. So, that's kind of the perfect energy for what we're talking about today, which is the fool. So we're going to start with the tarot deck one by one. And I want to talk about the major arcana. And uh, first of all, if you guys are looking to turn into professional tarot readers, you want to like make money out of it and stuff. There are a lot of podcasts that I think from people who've been doing it and studying it and actually working as readers for a while and actually charging money for it. So I recommend you check them out. There's like a Biddy Tarot. She's an Australian woman. She runs a website. A lot of the things I learned, I learned from her uh, information. And then there's a woman who created the tarot coloring book. And her name is, I'll tell you in a second, her name is Theresa Reed. She also has a really good podcast. Really, really good. Uh, she It's like uh, Tarot Bites. 
So there are snippets of information about specific cards and how to do reads and how to make money with it. But what we do here at Sassy Tarot is not like that. What we do here is we go into each card and into each day with the aim to learn about tarot and especially to learn about tarot as a tool for your own self-knowledge and self-discovery and so that you learn how to relate to other human beings as well through reacting to tarot. So partly why I'm doing this is so that I can learn more <laughs> through teaching you and partly because I can never get enough to uh, talking about it. So let's start with decks. I talked, I touched on it a little bit and I want to talk about selecting your own deck. Ooh, change of tone because we're changing topics. To select your own deck, you have to kind of feel what images inspire you the most. I recommended before that the Rider Waite Smith Tarot deck is like the classic So you'll always find references online and you'll always be able to like through these images from this specific classic deck, you'll be able to learn the decks enough to go into whatever other decks or worlds you want to go into. So when I describe the cards right now, I'm going to go with that one, but I'm going to touch on a couple of the cards and other decks that I have and why they speak to me. So I, I currently own the Alistair Crowley's Thought Tarot deck. I find it extremely hard for me. Uh, he deals with astrological stuff. Um, I also have the Medicine Woman Tarot deck. It is also very hard for me because they, um, they take the cards that we know as we know them and they just like focus on the healing aspect of, e of each one of the cards. Then I have the Dali Tarot deck, which as a surrealist, uh, it's very different and the symbols just radically change and everything turns like a little weird. And that's the first deck I learned with and I feel like that's level 10. Uh, but it helped me because when I went to the classic, I was like, oh, there's so much I was getting. I now see so much more in the classic Raider Weight. Then I have the myth, and it's all about like, uh, this is like Ro Roman Greek myths, I think, exclusively. Um, and they speak to, if you know mythology, if you know all of these characters from like ancient, uh, the beginning of storytelling and human uh, deciphering of what God means then you probably like connect with it. Then I have the After Tarot, which I touched on. It's a second after. It's a Raider weight, so your classic tarot, but a, mo a snapshot of a moment after. I have the Kabbalah Angel Tarot um, and a few <laughs> other decks, but the point I'm trying to make is you have to look at the image. You have to figure out what you like about it. But let's start with the Fool. So the only card that's number zero It's the Fool, and it's the very first card in all of the tarot decks. Uh, some people start with the one, and then they throw the Fool at the end of the Major Arcana, which also makes sense, because 
that's literally what happens. So the major arcanas are like overall energies in the air and overall energies like um, archetypes of moments that we have as people, right? So if I'm in a um, I'm in a star moment, that means that I am I have inner hope, an inner light, an inner dream that's just like guiding me through after a breakdown or like it's it's like when you hit rock bottom and then you see a light and you're like you can't go but up <laughs> from the bottom you cannot go further down you can only go up that's the star moment and it's also when you're shining really brightly and you feel seen and you feel like looked at and admired and it all comes from within so that's a star moment right for example But there could be a sun moment that's like pure joy and it's different. It's outward expression of that joy and ego. And there could be a moon moment where you're feeling kind of going into your own psyche and your mind and your brain and your intuition. You can be in an emperor moment and you want to organize your life and structure it and figure out what to do. Now the fool is the first one of all of the major arcanas. Arcana? Arcanas. No, I want to stick with it. <laughs> so in the Raider Way tarot, you see a man or a woman fabulously dressed. I still don't understand how these leaves are made, but they're so gorgeous. And he has this yellow boots, yellow tights, this like yellow pomegranate with green leaves, navy blue, tiny dress with like 60s Uh, bell boot sleeves <laughs> that have red inside and then underneath a, a shirt he's holding or she's holding a red rose he has a stick and a little pouch at the end of the stick blonde hair Look, uh, the eyes are looking up there's hope in the air the sun is shining The mountains are snowing in the background, and there's a little dog, a little white dog, by its feet. And the pouch, we don't know what it has. And he has a little green hat with a big, large red feather. All of these symbols mean something. So I'm gonna let's unpack this card. So first of all, the first thing we see is that it's the number zero. And so that's the number of nothing. And also it's a number of infinite possibilities. It's like you, you can, it, the zero, <laughs> I don't know any math. That's the truth. Whoa, that went up. Um, that's good. But it's, I, the way I heard talk about it, was it's like it's both a full circle right like you're starting from scratch zero but when you learn the numbers you start at one you know you don't go zero one two three four so it's even before the actual official beginning it's it's like that moment where you just like in spirit are moving forward it's a very spiritual card and usually when it pops It's it's a moment of of starting from zero. A cycle has been completed, and now you're again at zero. Even if you get to nine, you go back to one, zero, ten, right? So it's not eleven. It's not nine, and then eleven. You go to ten, 
110. So this is the card that's like the empty vase, right? You, you're, it's ready to be filled with whatever you bring into it. And you can fill it with stupid bullshit and you can fall off that cliff. Or you can actually make something out of what you do have. So a little bit, this is how I feel I, where I I've been in the, the fool moment so many times. Some people call it the crazy. In Spanish, it's called el loco. It's like the crazy person. Because sometimes you start with a venture, you start with a new religious path, or you start a new, like, even a hike, like those like six-hour hikes, uh, or like uh, walking trails that people do. That's how you feel. You're like, some people are like, you're stupid, you're a fool start of a new relationship the start of um this is what i felt when i moved countries like <laughs> a fool because if i would have known what i was not gonna know i wouldn't have done it <laughs> but then i did move like chest up head looking up um uh, with just one bag you know a flower in my hand just because i thought it would be cute like and then I feel like I just came to the country, to the United States. And then I realized I was ill-dressed and I had to, I should have brought more bags and that it was a cliff and that there was going to be winter. <laughs> uh, and that I didn't know no one or the language. So it's, it's like, it's this like blind optimism almost. But that blind optimism created inventions. It, it made people go for things that people said were impossible and so that's the energy of the fool that's a zero that's you can be at a fool moment even if you're a wife even if you're a professor even if you're if you've lived a long time and you're starting over with something when you start a new art piece when you start a new venture when you start a new relationship that's you're being a fool in the best way possible so like there's no way that you can predict what lies ahead but you know you just have to go there. So the snowy mountains to me in this Raider Wade deck mean that there are some hard times that could come ahead. And if you know how to prepare for them, you will succeed. But the fool doesn't know anything, literally anything. He has to find out how to cover himself from, from the cold. So that's kind of like what this is about. Um, he's dangling. He's very close to the edge of a cliff and he could fall at any time because he's looking up. He's not even looking where his feet are at. That could be very dangerous. But you know what? He just has to go. His dress is way too short, but fabulous. And some people say that the dog sometimes is like guardian angels who are looking over or like um, sometimes it could be like your loved one saying, no, no, don't go. Hey, warning you from the danger of like moving countries or like starting this new relationship or like starting this new company. The dog's like, careful. <laughs> or it could be just that companion that you have. Like when I moved countries and I would talk to my mom on the phone and it, I felt like that was that dog, you know, like that encouraging voice being like on the other side the white rose is supposed to mean like purity I actually have to double check on that 
because I never paid attention. Here's the thing about the cards. When you start reading them, it, they kind of change for you. Even if I know the cards very well, even if I've seen them a million times suddenly, something's pointing out to me in that specific read for that spe whatever reason. Oh yeah, so the roses often symbolize freedom, uh, sensual or sexual freedom, and he might enjoy some liberated pleasures in the near future. So yeah, it's a little bit this like freedom to experiment whatever. It's this purity. Like I come with a white rose to maybe... <laughs> I was gonna say something disgusting. Just like, um, you know, you're maybe gonna stain it with some things. <laughs> maybe it's gonna, like, it's supposed to... <laughs> Alright. Um, is this, like, offering of, like, purity and absolute freedom. So two major details about this card is that he's holding a stick with a little pouch. I want to say, like, a leather brown purse. Very, like... Veronica 2006 um, you can go back to my photos <laughs> if you hack me and check them out see what I mean but this stick it's said to turn into the magician's wand so the next card over is the one and that's the magician the, man, the person who knows how to now manifest with knowing from nothing it's starting to learn its own and this wand is supposed to be the wand the, the magician now holds and with which it manifests. The fool just doesn't know it, that he has a stick. I would also say in those hills by myself, it would be a good thing to have just in case I need to hit someone in the fucking head. Because <laughs> I ain't gonna get raped in no hill. And then the pouch is this thing that you bring. Like when you start over, even if you like, let's say... You lost your apartment and your family, like, you, or your parents, and you have you lost your job or you lost your like partner, and uh, um, I'm not even saying like death; they just like left you, or uh, you've decided to leave your city that you knew, whatever. You're starting over for whatever reason. You're not starting over. It feels like it. You may need to build from from zero. You may need to find money to do it. But you have all the knowledge from the previous times that you've had alive before that. It's not like you're a baby. So the fool kind of represents the baby, the newborn baby. But the thing is, we're not babies every time we start over. We have our personalities. We have our experiences. We know what we've done. So that's the pouch. That's the pouch of the fool. The Fool also, like, moves forward. It's, like, such a positive card. It could mean so much. It could me mean that you're reawakened to this, like, passion to, to, to embark on this journey. So people read the reverse meaning of it, and I don't really do reverse, but the reverse meaning could be that it's not the right time to start over or that you're maybe not... You know, if someone, if my brother was like, I'm going to quit my job and start trying to become a professional soccer player now, I'd be like, oh, no, <laughs> you shouldn't. Um, so that would be the full reverse in that case for me. Right. Um, but there's nothing I couldn't read on the full like on its on its right side, because I, then I would become the dog being like, no, please don't. And he'd be the fool. I don't know if that made sense, but 
the reverse meanings is like, it's basically like, and you have to use your intuition for this. If you don't do reverse, the other cards around it will make sure to tell you in what vibration this card is coming out. And if not, if you do use reverse, think of what the fool means, like that uh, the joie de vivre, that starting over, that like going for forward, this like ah. Yeah. There I go. Mm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I'm dressed. <laughs> no, I can't sing right now. I don't know what the fuck. Sorry, guys. This is just what's gonna happen. Don't edit this out. Just see them. Let them see me. He's going like. I look fab. Boots are yellow. Flower in hand. And then he might fall from that cliff. He might really fall and crash. That fool. In fact, I'm going to describe some of the other cards that I have. In the after tarot, the fool has fallen. But he's now like hanging on to this cliff by one hand the dog's kind of barking at him like stupid idiot and he lost the stick and the pouch and he's still smelling that flower like that he's not trying to like get himself off the ground he's just like sniffing that flower of sexual freedom it's like wow you fell off the cliff just to smell that rose and he's like uh yeah i had to so it's kind of this like free yourself from even the idea that you could fail. Free yourself from even the idea that that even as it's hurting, even if you're as you're crashing and burning, you at least are going to get the experience. And that's the ultimate fool, right? When it's like, "Whoa, girl, you're going to crash and burn." And it's like, "Well, but have to experience this and even if I'm crying afterwards I I look back and I'll be like I lived it I did this and that's what I wanted to get out of it it's not even about the result it's about that because it basically failed but he's smelling the rose in the mythic tarot deck um, I'll explain this it's a little bit of a longer explanation So it's here, I'm going to read from the book. Here we meet the hero of our journey in the guise of mysterious god Dionysio, the twice born. He was a child of great Zeus, god of gods, king of the gods, and Semele, a mortal woman and a princess of, a princess of Thebes. So it's basically... <laughs> This fool is just ready to fall off this cliff. This In this deck, he's like, one foot is out into the cliff, and the other one is halfway. 
out the mountain. This guy's ready to fall. So in the regardless of the myth, the mythic meaning, in this deck to me, this fool is like, I am going to fall starting over. Like I'm expecting to fail on this new mission. And I'm still going. I'm still going. It doesn't matter. Now I'll tell you, in the Dali Tarot deck, and I find this so interesting, the fool is an old man. So it's like, you can start from scratch, literally, at any moment. Like, my grandma lost her husband of 40-something years, and as an old woman, she has to start over. Of course, it looks messy and... But eventually, after that chaos, like initial chaos goes away and and fades away and it's left behind, what's left is the zero. It's the starting over. It's like a fresh start. Might not feel fresh at the time, but it's definitely new. So that's a fool. And I wanted to kind of like talk about this for a little bit even though this is just touching the, the very tip of the iceberg um, well I'll give you one more th thought from Alejandro Jodorowsky uh, in his book I the Tarot where he speaks in about each card and uh, what he says is he's the messenger of what's essential meaning himself I make all the roads my road I'm just reading pieces and bits and pieces. He's the one who's forever in the today, invisible abundance. Because right when you're like headed towards a goal, kind of starting from scratch, only you can see that abundance. It's a little bit like the star. But the star knows. The fool doesn't know. Here's another thing about the fool. Once you finish all of the journey, which is called the fool's journey, so it goes full magician, empress, uh, I mean, high priestess, empress, emperor, hierophant, the lovers, chariot, strength, hermit, the wheel of fortune, justice, hangman, death, temperance, devil, tower, star, moon, sun, judgment, in the world. Once you get to the world, which is like having it all, all the knowledge, you've conquered the world. From having zero, you have it all. You've conquered yourself, your fears, you have your crew, your people, you've discerned, you've lost, you're, you started over. What happens is that after that completion, you go to the zero and start over again. So there's no world car card that's like such abundance that doesn't go to the zero and the starting over. So the fool and the world are like eternally married by being the click of that zero, of that cycle. And actually the world has a zero in it. It's usually a woman or a man-woman inside of uh, this like uh, what do you call those like leaves, circle leaves that are Christmas things? The wreath? Wreaths? Thank you. Wreaths. It's a wreath. So the wreath 
Do you ever say like wreath with a pun? <laughs> I did it. I did a pun. Whoa. I'm so proud of myself for being so stupid. <laughs> so the re it has a wreath and the woman is inside the wreath. Hi, my name is Wreath with a spoon. I can't stop. Okay. So it it feels like the end of a cycle. And that zero, that wreath to me is like the zero of the fool. Already as you own everything, you are the fool. You think you have it all? No, no. You're about to be the person who has nothing. And that's how life goes. When you feel you figure out your career, then something begins again. And then sometimes, you know, you're like, I'm the best of my, uh, in my baseball league or my soccer league. I'm the best one in this category. And then they move you up one level and you're the fucking worst one and you have to start over. Or uh, it happened to me with uh, acting. Like, uh, okay, now I've conquered like this uh let's say commercial editions or like this like set of characters and then next time i'm like all right but how long can did i do this one set for or how long can i win at commercials without like now i want to do tv and then i go there and then i have to learn a whole new language a whole new way of doing things so it's that moving up level that makes you forces you to start from scratch But the fool is always moving up one level. That pouch is so major. And it's a major arcana. Some people don't have the fool. Some uh, decks don't respect it. But I think the crazy is the best thing, the best moment. And sometimes you resist it, but there's nothing better than a fool who's like going for what it wants, regardless of what people say to them. Sometimes flash, flashes of memories of what I've left behind follow me in my career for not. So it's kind of like this person who's ahead of losing innocence, their innocence, their zest for life. Without worry, I let enter I let this I'm translating from Spanish that's why I'm fucking being so weird without worrying I let this is what I want to say <laughs> Fuck. he's like letting himself be as himself as he can possibly be that's what I'm trying to say he's letting himself be as himself as he can possibly be fearlessly and that's With, with not even bravado it's just like without even like sometimes I'll say things exactly what I think and people will react and I'll be like whoa I'm sorry sorry and then I realize whoa I couldn't help but being myself I just went like a fool like that way and then I realized what was happening but then I'm like well I can't help but be myself so it, it's this informed by the true self kind of start over it's a very spiritual card so the reason i wanted to do this uh separate like special episode guys it's because i had a feeling that with a, 
a guest here, sometimes it's hard for me to like talk about everything I really want to talk about in Sassy Tarot. And it's hard for me to connect with you. And partly I am happy I talked to you about The Fool because it forced me to like revisit and reestablish and rethink what I think about this card. Sometimes I get this card and I don't really know how it's going to come out for me. And uh, there are a couple of cards that are forever changing and confusing and The Fool is one of them. And it's yes, because it comes from the ending of a cycle and it comes with like this optimism that could be potentially bad, but maybe it isn't, you know? And so it's it's a very kind of delicate energy to read. And it's the beginning of the journey uh, of the archetypes of the man, of the human, male and female. Uh, in the medicine woman, I forgot to say, in the medicine woman tarot deck the fool is called seed like planting a seed so it's this woman like atop of a hill just like throwing seeds to the ground she's not even planting them she's just throwing them to the wind see what sticks she doesn't even she might not even come back to this land and see which became a tree but she's just doing it anyway she's helping this process um if sometimes and during the podcast I'm a little bit all over the place, it's partly because of the guests and partly because we're still figuring out the format and stuff. And it's partly because I'm also ADD and I feel like that's sometimes where the energy wants to go. <laughs> Perfect excuse for anything, for lack of preparation. Um, but I do want to get into each one of the cards like a little more specifically. So in our next episode, we will have a guest and I will also talk about the magician and maybe not in depth like I did with a fool. But you, I think you have enough resources to figure out more from it. And then as the podcast goes along, I'll figure out also like a way to do it where it's like the least confusing possible. And also feel free to like comment and make sure that I know what you're feeling. Don't just like go and give me one star. Like this is a learning process. So give me five stars and then tweet at me being like, hey, here's some here's some thoughts. Like I was confused by this or whatever. And then that actually helps me figure this out. The Terra journey is very, <laughs> to me, it's been wild because I just like went and bought a deck and I started reading cards for people. And then I found out so much about it. And if you're like me, you're like trying to plan and plot and like how you're going to do this like mystic. Listen, you don't even have to like read tarot for people to get a deck. And you don't even have to know that much to understand what's happening. You can pull three cards and go online and Google what the fuck they mean. Or like go back to an episode of this sassy tarot and be like, oh, she talked about this card. Let me see what she said about it. Yeah, just go back in time and find it, the episode. Find the episode and see what I said about it and then be like, you're a fool. You don't know anything. And I'll be like, yeah, it's true. And maybe in a year I'll be like, I want to change what I said about the fool and or, or I want to redo the fool or the episode. And that's valid too. Just um, be chill and know that you can and trust your intuition because everyone has it. It's kept humanity alive and animals alive. It's there for a reason. We know what we need to do mothers get pregnant and give birth and they've done it from the beginning of time and men also know what to do on their side so i don't feel like we need that much intellectual knowledge to know so much of what we need to do in our lives 
And the tarot is just like that guide. And I am figuring out what to do. So I hope you enjoyed this like little, little, little tiny lesson on the fool. And that you'll keep listening and that you'll subscribe and give us five stars. And also that you stick around for our next episode and our next guest, which is going to be amazing. I'm so excited about it. Um, And guys, it would be weird if I didn't say it, but watch Strange Angels CBS All Access. Right? Um, All right. I feel like it would be weird if I don't do an interactive read. So I'm going to pick... I'm going to pick the Medicine Woman tarot deck because it it feels (laughs) so jarring to me. And I don't know why that's like... It's like... It's so mild and beautiful. And it's so like healing. And I uh, resist it so hard. (laughs) I think partly because... It's healing, and I'm like, no, give me beer, which I'm drinking right now. Um, and partly because it's a little bit Native American, and also there are some decks that when I play around with them and pull my own cards, which I try not to. See, I got the devil card just now. <laughs> that's a beer. That's a that's a beer right there. The devil card is my addiction to beer, <laughs> drugs, and. Um, yeah, yeah, sex and rock and roll. Um, so I think the medicine, first of all, the medicine or medicinal woman, I don't fucking know. But that deck is healing. It has also like a lot of Native American imaginary. Uh, and it, I I feel frankly disconnected from it. And a little bit uh, like I need to read more like I don't feel like I honor it enough see like even there's a deck that I'm so comfortable with and I'm encouraging you to be so comfortable with and there's decks where I feel like a fucking loser with and this shouldn't be the one but it is so I'm gonna pull three cards from it and I'm gonna see what they say but I'm gonna give you probably like let's see okay so right now you're at home you're driving you're going about your life you're screaming to your kids you're just like walking right around around the downtown of your town and your town is fun enough maybe you're like doing your run maybe you're um upstairs in your bedroom and your mom's like Meow. maybe your kids are like Meow. and you're gonna think of a question or a topic or a thing that you want the cards to answer you right now you got the question? Don't just fucking do yes or no question because you know it's not going to happen. So don't fool yourself into bullshit. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so you have your question, right? Okay, so I'm going to pull three cards. Three cards, please. Three cards. Okay. And we have card one. We have card number two, and we have card number three. All right, so now you've already thought of your question. You're gonna pick a number between one, two, and three. Don't just change it, or you can change it if you really feel like it, but if there's a number sticking out for you, just stick with it. Stick with it right now, right now. It's done. If you pick card number one, you got the Apprentice of Stones. This, this is what 
<laughs> this is what happens to me with this tarot deck. But I'm like, what the fuck? But I do know. The Apprentice of Stones is the Page of uh, Pentacles. So it's this person who is, uh, this is an energy of discovering a treasure that y it's like you found a coin on the ground and you're like, whoa, what do I do with this? I can do so much with this. This is like new resource that you've, re you've found. It's a material resource. It could be time. It could be money. It could be like literally a seed and you're planting your like herbs in your garden. It could be like um, a new person that is like giving you a lot of information or a lot of like uh, maybe a neighbor who's giving you like flower. This resource of like material resource. So if your question has to do with um, this is OK, I'm going to just say what the card means and you figure it out. This is a card of self-worth. So if you're not valuing yourself, if you're not like uh, seeing your own potential, this is definitely a card that is encouraging that. Maybe you're giving your resources to someone else and it's a time for you to like actually look at what you have uh, with the eyes of of a child of like this, this, I have so many wonderful things. Like who should I give them to? Or maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should just like admire my little, you know, like list of good things that I have for a little longer before I decide where I'm going to put this coin. Because you don't want to put coins in just any bank. There's also like a... Be thankful for what you found recently. And like look back and see if you found some kind of new thing that may be actually good for your project. And this might also be someone that you just found. And, you know, you just have to like keep looking at it to see if it's going to work for you. But definitely it's something that feels like a treasure found. If you pick card number two, we have the seven of bowls. This is so like you guys are like in a I think maybe sexy. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. Okay. Um, this is kind of sexy. Uh the seven of bowls. That's the seven of cups. So that's the card of like maybe having too many choices normally. But in this deck, is this like couple swimming in Hawaii in the ocean and dolphins are around them. And then there's definitely this like there's this like fantasy of what you could achieve with this person, right? Maybe there's a little bit of temptation on the side. Um, if you're confused about what to do, this is a card of following your bliss. So if you're confused about what options to pick, what to choose, where to go, if you have several options, first of all, don't let shiny objects distract you from the real thing, from the real deal. Don't let what you're supposed to do distract you from where you feel you want to go. If you're thinking of taking a romantic vacation, definitely do it. <laughs> but don't, don't check uh, other women out or other guys out. <laughs> Careful what beaches you pick. Because they might be too rocky for you to go <laughs> to. Um, definitely have sex and make love. If you're feeling like in a in like a dry spell, you should <laughs> try to have sex. <laughs> this is like <laughs> um, don't uh, get caught up in this like circle of choices, like where you're like confused about what to do. Don't let yourself be trapped by the lack of choice, the, uh, choosing. 
And don't let people give you choices that don't are not real. Don't let people confuse you. Don't be confused by other things outside what's real. So you're in a relationship. Everything's going great. You feel like this is real, right, and good. Don't like be looking to the sides because that may give the wrong single, sig signal. Uh, if you have like three choices, you know which one's right. You don't. You even if for your career or like what partner to pick in terms of like an association. Don't pick just because what it's supposed to look like. Just pick by what, what really, really resonates with you. If you pick card number three, you got the Ace of Bowls. So that's like the Ace of Cups. So it's like love it's given from above. So this is a card of like, this is a new idea, a new love, a new fresh like start. It's like basically the giver is giving you the cup of love. So uh, whatever you're asking about is something that if it's not making you feel full in your heart, you should really let go of and follow whatever's making you feel really happy and joyful inside of your heart because that's where the, the the juice of life is. And if you're wondering if it's going to come to you, yes, it's coming and you just have to look up and see it and kind of grab it. And if, if you're a, 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 asking about a new project and you're feeling so wonderful about it, keep going. It has so much potential to make you so happy. If you're wondering about a new partner, this looks very good. It looks like at least, even if it doesn't matter what results it will have, at least right now it's activating your heart chakra in a way that you needed for healing. Wow. I also, I must say, card one, two, and three are three circles. They all have a big circle. One of them orange. So I feel like the, if you pick card number one, you're in like uh, uh creative mode, like creative chakra activation time, maybe you should go dancing. And if you pick two and three, it's maybe time to like uh, connect with crown and also heart chakras. If you think, if you know about those things. All right. Well, I think that's all for this episode and please stick around for the next one <laughs> that will be released next week. So please stick around until it's released and hold on to your pants or not. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.